Okay, hang on. Because you know, you know what our detractors say about your iPod or your iPad, rather. Oh no! What do they fucking say? Don't use it. <laughs> like okay, don't I use your phone. I guess, like, dude, I don't know. It's, uh, it's such a strange a argument. I don't understand it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's because old people like iPads. I guess. I think that's the diss. I don't know. Like, I don't if fucking. I can't keep up. I mean, I've seen children use iPads. Are they old? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, I what's? Don't. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't understand. I can't I make this. They would better. have to explain it to me as if I'm a boomer. <laughs> Can you explain it to me in terms of Model T's son? Yeah. Hey, young one. Yeah. Youngin. <laughs> or a water wheel. Yeah. Could you explain <laughs> the concept of a wheel to me? Or um. <laughs> I want you to take bicycle. this. <laughs> I want you to take this very convenient piece of technology and explain <laughs> it to me as if it's a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Please. I'm begging you. I do not understand what's happening. Anyway. Yeah. Five. Four. Three. Two. And one. One. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, mesdames, messieurs, bienvenue, welcome to the Happy Hour. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. My name's David Auger at Glaucus123 <laughs> on Twitter.com. Joined as always by Beth. Hello, hello, hello. I'm at H-I-V-E-R-H-U-I-T on Twitter. And Veronica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on all of the platforms, including a new one now, Spoutable. Spoutable. It's a platform it, where just... you spout your opinions. Yeah. Hence, <laughs> Spoutable. Mm-hmm. As opposed I to... I just want to have the, the place that we're all going to be. Yeah. As opposed to uh, Mastodon, where you go to Mastodon your opinions. <laughs> No, Mastodon is quite, I think I think it's a little bit too convoluted, but some people like it. Yeah, well, those people also like going to Panera Bread and not ordering soup. So it's a Why very... it's order a soup in that establishment? It's a very niche demographic there. Like, they're the type of people that are like, no, nah, I'm not going to get the mac and cheese at Panera. Ever? That's, Never. What? Then why are you going there? Yeah. yeah. I get it. Anyway. I get it. Anyway, um, some bad news for the tank commanders in the Habs community. Habs go 2-0 and on a back-to-back. On a back-to-back. On a back-to-back in tales of increasingly alarmingly good. What a game. What a, what a couple of games. I was actually yeah. able to watch them both mostly, despite of my yeah. varied uh, travel this, this weekend. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, we'll get into that after. I wasn't sure because of your less frequent reaction to my own tweets. Yes. I thought, is he watching? Is he like just catching it between? Well, the, the problem with Saturday is that, oh, right, that morning. Wow. That was such a, <laughs> I was, 
I, I was I was in my my particular element Saturday mm-hmm. like Saturday morning morning. I'm talking like four and four or five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm at Bob's. Like, you have like a, an Instagram story at like five thirty in the morning. <laughs> He has not been to sleep. No. And I was like, I have a train to catch. That Anyway, so Saturday morning, <laughs> I was out at Bab's Diner, and there was like a bunch of like kids. I'm saying kids, you know, everyone's a kid to me. But no, no, like high schoolers, for sure. Yeah. And, there's some, oh, okay. and there was some like veterans of the diner that have been, they're like people about town. And they're like, they're ribbing the kids a little bit, being like, hey, where do your parents know where you guys are? And blah, blah, blah. I kind of assumed that the kids were part of like some sort of play or something like that, because they all had oh, like yeah. signed sweaters and bullshit. But it wasn't anything like that. But I'm just sitting here, the table behind the chaos. There's like eight, eight of these kids, like at two booths, just having a grand old time. And I'm just laughing. And all of a sudden, one of the people, you know, one of the veterans on the other side of the diner is like, and what's your deal? And I'm like, huh? Oh, no. And I have to admit, I was high as a kite when this was asked of me. <laughs> And I, that was the first thing I said. I was like, ma'am, no. I am flying right now. And all it was it was a very good time. We had a lot of fun. It was really oh, good. Time. Good. Anyway. Good. Yeah, what did you eat? What you order? Um, my staple at Bob's Diner, which is a cheese omelet with white toast, a side of fries, and then a side of gravy with that. Oh, white or brown gravy? Brown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, it's it, oh, mm, it's so good after a night of debauchery, which certainly you know what I've been happened. making lately What's for that? those occasions is a slight, like a thick slice of like Italian bread. Okay. Yeah. Uh, toasted, mm-hmm. lightly toasted. Um, avocado. So effectively, avocado toast. Yeah. But you top it's... that off with uh, an egg over easy. Yeah, I can see that. Oh. You were about to lose me with the avocado. I'm like, mm, that's not quite my... Oh, I forgot you don't like green food. Oh, no, I like avocados. However, oh, you do. that's not like my go-to, like, damn, I'm fucking oh. hammered. I need an avocado. Avocado in the morning, first thing in the morning, is the best thing. We invented avocado toast. All of a sudden, five for the last five years, everybody's like, ooh, avocado toast. I'm like, what? And is why are we in a recession now? Goodness. Oh, yeah, Veronica, how right. do you afford your mortgage payment with in, all of your avocado toast? In this and economy, in Vancouver, <laughs> avocado toast with eggs. Do you know how expensive eggs are now? Crazy. <laughs> I just bought myself another, a new bag do, of avocado today. You know how- <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even want to get into that. So, 50 <laughs> years in the making. No, I know, I know, I know. The Habs Islanders rivalry, which was a cool little video, you know, before um, everything happened. I'm trying to recall everything that happened in the game because I know how it ended, but everything leading up to that was quite a... Mm-hmm. So, Nick Suzuki finally yes. pots his first in like 20 games, Praise um, the Lord. which was great. Praise uh, followed closely behind by Brock Nelson, who is not a Hab, scored nope. on he the Habs. He is so creepy looking. Yeah, I'm, he's a... Yeah, yeah. He scares me. He's kind of... He looks like if a spoon decided to do murder. <laughs> Like, that's Brock Nelson to me. Oh, my God. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. This is also our first look. Yeah. This was also our first look at Bo Horvat, the Islander. Um, yeah. Scores on the power, power play for the Islanders. Brings them up 2-1 against uh, the Habs. And might I mention something, you know, once we get to it. Um, however, 
More importantly, third period happens. Who gets the equalizer? None other than Justin Baron. Who? Yeah. Unless, yeah, he came over with the Lekkonen trade. Yes. Is that it? Yeah, I'm trying to remember his yes. specific story. Yeah, so everyone's very sad about Lekkonen gone. Of course, it's Lekkonen. He's our yeah. Finnish stepchild. Not redheaded. To. The loved stepchild. Yeah. Mind I have you. to block him from my memory. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything in Finland just doesn't exist to me anymore. Yeah. Um. So two, two. Justin Barron. Uh. Followed, of course, by Matt Martin. Not a hab. Assisted by Romanov, and that's another uh, story going into this. The return of Romanov to the Bell Center, who only played like a hundred and thirty something games for the yeah. Habs, but love it, love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, as everyone knows, we had to give up Romanov to get. Uh, Kirby Doc, which so far has been very good. Yes. Very good idea. Oh, yeah. Because guess who scored next? Kirby Doc! Kirby Doc. Makes it 3-3 with less than four minutes to go in the third. And, of course, what happens? We go into overtime, which <laughs> was quite an ordeal. Yeah, it was fun. But it was a bit, a bit of an ordeal it had everything. as well. Um, yeah. I was trying to think, like, is, was this another ref game? Because I think every game is a ref game. I'm... Yes, like after the winner. Yeah, yeah. well, the, it, most egregiously about that part of it. So, what happens? Habs get in overtime. Um, trying to find the play-by-play here because... Uh, oh, it was ooh. so fun. Oh, my God, because there was a, oh there was a penalty. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, Mike Hoffman slashing against Sebastian Aho, the lesser Aho. The, I think the, the non-future Hab. The, the non-future one. Hab. Oh yeah, can you imagine if that actually happens? Still, man. Delicious, delicious. Oh, it that would be delicious. that would be just great. If we get him and KK back, wow. Oh shit, son. How great! And then, <laughs> ra- and then the hurricane hurricanes have to move afterwards <laughs> to Quebec City. To Quebec City. Oh my god, we we took everything from them. <laughs> We took everything. We took your 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 precious goddamn team away from you, and then put Tony D'Angelo on waivers. Bam. Oh, just whatever inflicts the most pain. Wait, wait. Is Tony D on the Rangers now? No, he's on the Flyers. He's still on the Flyers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Re- yeah, that's right. Reenacting the January sixth yeah. thing on the ice with the storm surge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same thing. So power play yeah. Islanders in overtime, and it's like, uh, this is it. This is they're they're gonna they're gonna get it, and we're done. It's a four v three. I was just so crushed by that prospect mm-hmm. because yep. they've been playing so like. Oh yeah, they're Not playing. They're playing their asses off on skates, and um, <laughs> you know Montembeau and Net Montembeau just freaking you know played uh, out of his mind. Of course, uh, Montembeau also January's Molson Cup winner of the month. Yay! Well deserved because the state of the world. Yeah. Uh, perhaps. And yeah, with Bo Horvat, Matthew Barzell, Brock Nelson, all, you know, on this power play, they couldn't get it. Just couldn't, couldn't manage it. Um, even strength happens. Uh, Hoffman out of the box. I forget who, who, who gets this going, but, um, Matheson, uh, well, he gets it started. He recovers the puck. Uh, somebody bungles the puck in. Well, the- no, I was trying to see who got the, the pass up to, uh, Hoffman, because Hoffman gets the puck in his skates, maneuvers it into the zone, gets the shot, and Matheson, yeah. of all people, again, you know, this is overtime, Matheson, of all people, I think, 
I think he he hits this out of midair to get the it past uh, uh Varlamov. Yeah, yeah, Varlamov Matheson and is, Matheson is the one who passed it to Hoffman, and then he just took off like a fucking bat out of hell. Oh, he did get it up to him, and yes. Matheson as well has I not know. been playing like a piece of shit like he had been earlier this year. Needed that long rest. Oh my yeah, god, there was a reason. Oh my Obviously. god, it was so good. So Matheson, yeah, gets the. Gets the and OT winner. Yeah, Matson gets the OT winner. You know, home you know, the homeboy. And then uh then we have a seven minute goal review that I don't think was a coach's challenge. It was ruled a goal on the ice. And like I said, I was asking, like, was there a coach's challenge? And I don't think there was. No, I don't think so either. I had already put out the Bugs Bunny tweet. Yeah. And all of that work. Yeah, so I was that was like the main my watch. that was the main thing with me for all this. So as as people have been people that watch the game know. Um Yeah. Yeah, Matson, you know, gets the get gets the winner, you know, at least mm-hmm. pots the goal. And the big question is, did Hoffman have possession of the puck on sides? Because he had to play yeah. it in his skates. And I don't have the rule book on hand, but possession is not control. And all you need, I think, to for uh, to be onside is to have possession of the puck on the blue line with your skates, you know, past the barrier, blah, 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 whatever, all that bullshit. Yeah. But possession. Possession means that if the puck touches you at any point, including skates, you have possession. Albeit not control, well, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. If the puck mm-hmm. touches you, you have possession. Like it flies through the air and it hits you in the chest, possession at that yes. point in time, and you're liable to get hit. And there's the whole, that's how all that works in hockey. Unless a ref wants to correct me, but it's, it's important. <laughs> Seven minutes. Seven. What the hell was going on? And I swear to God, if somebody says it was a coach's challenge, fine. Then I would understand it to be a coach's challenge if they're taking time to actually look at it. But I didn't hear that it was. So I have the game recorded. I'll watch it back. So regardless, Habs win it. The reverse retro curse is broken. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> I'm pretty season. sure the Habs went one, like and one seven. six and, and one seven. or one seven and one. In the oh, jerseys. Yeah, we did. We got a point. There was an That's overtime right. point at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the reverse retros. Hey, before, before you move to the next point, I wanted to make a point out something about how it was so shitty uh, that they did that to the Bell Center that had just had so much fun. Family day, children there. Oh, yeah. Everybody it's a matinee game. Out. It's a matinee game. It's family day. And, and all the children are there with their families for the first affordable game of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, seriously. And, 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 just celebrate an overtime goal by the hometown team. Like, why couldn't they just all all that to say, yeah, I was a good goal. Go home now. Rule the goal on the ice. No, and like I said, if it was a coach's challenge, why wasn't it announced? That's the other thing. Usually it's like there's a coach's challenge, or like there's a challenge on the play, or something. Like even the commentators uh that were doing it, you know, Mudrick and um Yeah, not Johnson. God, I can never remember his name. Poulin? Oh, um... The one nobody yeah, likes. Poulin. Dave Poulin. Was it him? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I didn't watch with audio. I watched without audio on Saturday. Yeah. It was too early. So, anyway, the whole, that whole bullshit happened. And 
in the end, the Habs win. So, uh, reverse retros, curse broken. Martin St. Louis. Now, goodbye forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Martin St. Louis, after the game, saying, I, I never want those re- jerseys again. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Oh, I want a third jersey. No, you don't. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Yeah. Enough of this shit. <laughs> Enough. It's not even the whole, like, oh, they get killed in the reverse retros. I don't care about that. No. It's a dumb concept, and I'm over it. If we're yeah. going to have ads on jerseys on top of retro jerseys. Oh, good heavens, don't even. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. They do not need any more cash. I'm Just sick of yourself. it. I am yeah. sick of it. Done. Make your own jersey for fuck's sake. The happy hour has spoken. Yeah, and done. Well, and like, what, the hockey players themselves must feel the same way. We all know Sidney Crosby. How super, like the superstition is everything. Born in 1987, August 7th, number 87, 8.7 million. You think Sidney Crosby doesn't put the same right shoe on first every day of his life? So ridiculous. I hate it. I'm it's done. so ridiculous. Done. done. It's just, it's superstitious, and, and that's just the way it is. You want to bring back an actual jersey that was actually retro? All right. Fine. Bring back the CA. Bring back the fucking leaf that they wore in 1912 or something. Just <laughs> like an actual jersey that existed at a moment in time in Montreal for the Canadiens and the Montreal. I mean, they're probably not going to make a reverse retro for the fucking Montreal Impact. No, they're not going to do that. No. And even no. the fucking the 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 the, the nurse smocks that they wore this year, the freaking pajamas. Yeah, the, 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 the It wasn't even expo stuff you know they didn't even have like it, yeah sure it was the yeah. same powder blue but it was just missing everything that actually patch or anything made it It wasn't expo. even quite the same powder blue which always bothered me a little bit i'm telling you it either, they're either it's a nurse um fucking what do they call those things scrubs it, it, they're either scrubs or pajamas done get rid of them fucking christ oh <sighs> sorry for everyone that bought one <laughs> But God damn! Matt said he would totally rock that jersey. He said that that he loves that jersey. I'm just like, I can't tell you how much I hate it. I'm sick of them. And I, you know, I have a Brendan Gallagher last year reverse retro, the dark blue. Yeah. yeah. God damn it! Not never again. Blue, blanc et rouge toujours. God damn it! Paulus <laughs> Disti, Tabarnak. All right. Habs win. Victory over the Islanders. And they don't have time to rest because the next day, the immediate next day, they have to go up against Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, and the, the rest of the Oilers. Um, Brett Kulak. Oh, yeah, Brett oh, Kulak. Yeah, I'm sure he's happy. And then a new DeHarnay. Who would have thought that? <laughs> yeah. like, like, I kept saying DeHarnay, and I was like, who the fuck? I know. Yeah, no, I'm like, excuse you. That's not DeHarnay. Davey was an oiler at the very end, too. He really was. Holy yeah. shit, you're right. Yeah. I forgot all but not about, that one. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Did not win a cup. No. We're yeah, man. Oilers. There was a one guy, um, and actually the happy hour uh comments, you know, saying, Yeah, well, oh. look at the standings. Like, do you think we give a flying fuck about the standings? We put Mc, <laughs> we we held McDavid pointless yeah mcdavid pointless against these habs you should be crying yourself to sleep connor mcdavid is boring 
and creepy and spineless. He's yeah. spineless. Oh. Uh, did you see? Oh, not only that. It was his shade. It was also his point streak. 15 game point oh, streak yeah. shattered yeah. By the against the Hams. Did you guys see Eric Engelson's Eric Engel's shade? No. Oh, um, the whole um. It, well, he said, um, you know, um, the the teams that have held Connor McDavid pointless this season, like Washington, whatever, blah 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 blah, and then he says, and MTL slash LAV. Yeah, the the Laval Canadiens. Because oh, <laughs> frankly. That Very is subtle. that is the roster right now. It's the yeah. freaking because uh, let, yes. let me just see if I can find the the <laughs> okay. injury sheet at the moment. Oh no, nope, can't guys, find it there. Did you guys see my playlist that I made uh, last week or this weekend? Nope. No. Oh, okay. So the okay, so I made a playlist uh, with a song for every Montreal Canadian on the roster <laughs> this season, um, and I was like half struggling because I was like, "Who the fuck are these guys? I don't know them." Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it was <laughs> fun. I, I figured it out finally. Um, I'll link it out again after we're done recording. So, yeah. who the Habs do not have at the moment? Brendan Gallagher, Jake Evans, Yuri Slavkovsky, cool Cole Caulfield, Caden Gooley, and of course the regulars: Carey Price, Sean Monahan, Paul Byron. And um, we're still paying for Carl Alzner, by the way. Um, this is the last season, though. No. It's not. I I thought Cap Friendly said that we're done after this. Nope. Next season, 2024, and then it's oh. over. The last vestige mm-hmm. of uh, no, actually not quite, but anyway. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Sunday matinee game, Super Bowl Sunday. Congrats to the Chiefs. Don't give a shit. Um. Uh, congrats to Rihanna. Yep. Congrats Rihanna. to Rihanna with the baby. Uh, yeah. She actually. Pre- yes, she's pregnant, guys. Yes, oh, she's clearly sake. pregnant. Oh, my God. Have you never met anybody pregnant? Was she wearing makeup? Of or course. is that just natural beauty? No, oh. she has a makeup line. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. No, some I mean, pe- like, some guys are so like, hard. look how beautiful this woman is. She doesn't even need makeup. It's like, dude, that is oh, all makeup. See, you but fucking she is idiot. gorgeous without it. She, yes. Yes, she was wearing makeup. I don't want the Rihanna stands to come after me. <laughs> For the love of God, right here. like I'm right here, you know, she the... was 100 wearing makeup yes. and gorgeous. A F, great, hell yeah. yeah! I did not watch a lick of the Super Bowl because when I got home, I fucking slept, passed <laughs> the fuck out. Anyway, totally fine. So, so I'm in New York City, and I'm like, oh shit, where can I watch the game? Check out at my hotel. I'm looking up New York City. It's like, where can I find a bar that's going to play hockey on Super Bowl Sunday? Well, mm. let me tell you something. On 9th Avenue, 202 9th Avenue, New York, New York, you will find a bar called the Canuck. And I swear <laughs> it by God, they had the Habs game with the Oilers broadcast, mind you, but... I got to watch that, and since I was, like, one of the only people in the bar, they put the audio in-house over the music whenever the game was on. And this Look is at, at like, this is noon. You know, it's, like, noon, 1 o'clock, something like that. Eventually, another Habs fan comes in, has a Chris Nyland jersey on, Ooh. and we're chatting wow. hockey. We're chatting hockey, and frankly, the Putin was not that bad. 
I'm I've looking had, at a $13 poutine right now. I've had much worse poutine in other places. Um, I think I had the, the buffalo chicken wrap. Again, good. Huge, by the way. So New York City is pricey, but, you know, they gave you decent stuff. Oh, also, Labatt, Molson Canadian. They had Moosehead there. All mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. I was like, what the fuck? And they you agree. Feel like you're in Canada. It was really strange. Yeah, but they had a big moose head. Over the bar, <laughs> like a giant one, frankly. And just so, all, all the stereotypes. Bunch of hockey. Oh, it's a very stereotypical <laughs> Canadian bar there. But that's exactly, if you're Canadian, that's kind of like what you want when you, but like, because it's actually, it's not just stereotypical, it's actually true. <laughs> exactly. So, Veronica, whenever you make it to New York City, we'll have to visit the Canuck. The Canuck. The Canuck. I just looked it up. I'm it just, has good Yelp reviews. Yeah, four point seven out of five on Google reviews. No, it's a good. It was great. I had a great yeah. time. Oh my god, it yeah, was so for good. A pub, for a saloon. So this was a good time too to watch a game because I walked in, sat down. The guy got the game on. Thank God. It was about ten minutes in, and I saw that the Habs had eight shots to the Oilers, none. And wow. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah. And seconds later, Alex Belziel, his first NHL goal. Yeah. Ever assisted by Pazetta and Illinin, and just that's amazing. It's one nothing Habs going into the second period. What? Pazetta the- again with heroics on that goal. By the way, Pazetta was was a freaking blender yeah. out there. Yeah. He was either yeah. skating or flying yeah. with no concept of direction, mind you. Just but but he gets he gets places. Oh, he he'll get there. <laughs> Doesn't matter how or like why. Devil. He will get there. He's one of my favorites. Oh, he's great. Oh, he's oh god, I'd love to meet him. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh um, god. <laughs> then the second period starts and it just it was in, it was incredible. The first 10 minutes, Jordan Harris nets Yay! himself a goal assisted by Dadanov and Kovacevic. Kovacevic who had a great game, I thought. He did. Um, especially on the penalty kills. My God, the penalty yeah. kills, you know, Edmonton's penalty kill, for God's sake. And he, then, gave, he gave McDavid fits, Kovacevic. Oh, yeah. So it's 2 nothing Habs, and then the Habs get on a power play, and it's like, oh, great, the power play. What the fuck's going to happen? Josh Anderson happens. Drouin and Dadanov, Dadanov with another assist. Um, it's 3 nothing Habs, and we're halfway through the game against the Oilers on a power play goal. Oh, my God. And then some crazy stuff start, started to happen. The in, the uh, the penalty bug started to re- rear its head mm. for the Habs. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> that was funny. So, like, when I say this, I mean, the Oilers had six power plays in this game to the Habs three. Um, as is Leon Dreisaitl, Nets a power play goal. Uh, 3-1, Montreal still. Uh, then, of course, yeah. Evander freaking Kane Oof. gets a goal. Uh, 3-2. Uh, this was Jake Allen in that as well. And Jake Allen, wow. Amazing. Very good. Amazing. Very Both good. goalies had themselves a wonderful weekend, I oh, thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They yes. they earned their paychecks this yes. weekend. Mm-hmm. So 3-2, and it's at this point where it's like, crap. Oilers are coming up. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. But then, who the fuck would happen? Would 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 you see happen? But Rafael Harvey Pinar again. His yeah. sixth of the season on the power play. He's just he's lit. Another yeah, he's power lit. play goal. You want to see? You want to know something fucking crazy that I just noticed? What? The entire game, the faceoff percentage 
was 73 to 28 against the Habs. They were murdered on the dot. Like that fucking matters, apparently. But then it they doesn't. Larceny it is, else. It's 4 2 Habs going into the third period, and the Habs just kept going. They did Jordan not Harris. Off the at all. Again, Armia back from injury. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, and Druen as well back from injury, I should say. Yeah. Druen gets his second assist of the night. Armia with his yeah. first point since injury. Jordan with two, uh, two goals on the night. Of course. Armia and Harris hugging is my new header photo on Twitter. The face is so angelic. Jordan Harris as well. Great guy for many reasons. Oh, so sweet. (laughs) You never see Armia look like this. He's always so stoic. (laughs) That's just like such like childish childish joy. (laughs) Oh, you can't (laughs) see. They're so cute. You can't see. They're so cute. It's awesome. It's very you cool. You should look it up. The look on Armia's face just yeah. made me giggle. <laughs> he is like, the last of the finish line. He is. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then, wow. to add insert, insult to injury, Christian fucking Dvorak with a feed from Kirby Doc on a shorthanded goal to make it 6-2 halves His with 10 minutes to like go. 20 games. And that's it. That's right. First goal in 20 games. So everyone scoring. I mean, it was like it was a complete weekend, especially on a back-to-back. Habs yeah. go 2-0. and There you go. Beautiful. So Do you know what I think? Yeah. And I was just going to say, so uh, sorry for the tank commanders, but mm-mm. Nope. There's also an important point to this. With that win yesterday, the Habs reached their victory total of last season. And there are two months to go. We are not getting Connor Bedard. No. It's mm-hmm. it's it's an impossibility. It's infinitesimally small. The Habs could lose <laughs> every game until the end of the season. And I, I, I just I'm gonna double check something here. They could lose every oh, game does math. for the rest of the season. Oh. I mean Columbus and Chicago are really bad. Yes. They are atrociously bad. Bottom three? Oh, yeah. No, but like Habs? Oh, no. The Habs, Habs are, are like, like 26th, I think. Yeah, the Habs are now seventh out mm. of the bottom, bottom spot. No, I just yeah. want to double check how. I'm just going to see what the win percentage overall was for the Habs last year. Habs, their win percentage last year was 34%. They won 34% of their games. This year, they're at 45%, while Columbus is at 34 So it's mm-hmm. like, they, that's, mm-hmm. un, unless Columbus gets a Hamburglar run, and the Habs, yeah. uh, I don't know, don't play anymore, there's no way, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just no way. Top 10 for sure. We might even have two in the top 10, depending on how Florida goes, but that's what I'm more... Yeah interested mm-hmm. in to see how the florida pick goes because we can get two top 20 picks Ooh, buddy. that'll Sweet. be good Sweet. i just want to before you moved on from the game yes from the games i wanted to um just say it it's become painfully apparent to me that martin saint louis is doing a lot of psychology with this team i'd say and, that I, I, but when you listen to his post-game comments, like after the Saturday game, he was talking about, it was in French, but he said um, uh, culture, basically culture is more than an individual. 
And it's just like, you know, all of that kind of the, you know, the kind of mystique that only an, a, a Hall of Famer can bring into that locker room. A living legend. A living legend. And he's the, the, the things that he says, the other thing that he was talking about again in, no, I think this was in English. He said that, um, you know, like all of this sort of, you know, adversity, as Terry Young used to love to say, you know, all everything that they've had going through the whole season. He just said, you know, negative energy weighs more than positive energy. And so when you get down like that, you have to almost do twice as much to be positive. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's working with these guys. And you know what else I think? The advantage of having a Hall of Famer in that room, although you don't need to have a Hall of Famer, but their game strategy on Sunday was piss McDavid off. That was their game strategy. They were after him the entire time. I've seen the Habs do that before with Sidney Crosby, but they were after. Kovacevic made the guy's life fucking miserable. Um, Half the time, the Habs were like three on one. With Connor McDavid. Like, if McDavid was on the ice, he had two or three halves on him at all times. Yep. Yep. Martin St. Louis, no fool. Stop him. Stop (laughs) him. And McDavid (laughs) tried. Believe me. He had plan, right? You don't need a genius, but he had two or three moments in that game where I was like, that's going to be a goal. Because he is just, he is so unreal. Enter Davis Savard, motherfucker. And yeah. Jake Allen with the one pad save on that one shot. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like Another... he literally got through three halves, got the shot off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Another thing, though, I think it's it's that the Laval kids, they're like they have they have chips on their shoulders. Oh, yeah. And they're fighting for spots. They have they have something to prove and they're not letting up. Rafael Harvey Pinard keep their spots. Yeah. Case in point, playing in the top line with Suzuki yeah. and Anderson. And yeah. he's not disappointing in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. Not the at guy's all. He amazing. Does not look out of place. He doesn't at Mm-mm. all. He has eight points in nine games right now. Oh, yeah. So proud of he's him. almost a point per game player from Laval. That's nice. Speaking this much success with in the absence of um Cole Caulfield. Exactly. We beat the Oilers without Cole Caulfield. Yeah. <laughs> and Jordan Harris scoring two. Gosh, yeah. I love that kid so much. Love him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so... Did you see him in his after in after the game comments? Because yes. he was the star? Yeah. He's so precious. He's, he's so precious. He's a little cinnamon roll. Yes. He's a little, yep, yep. He's a little kiddo. He's a little bit nervous. Yeah. Oh, he's just so oh, precious. I love him so much. I yeah, me too. <laughs> The um, speaking of Laval, they're also in a playoff spot now. If people remember, they had a terrible start to the season, but (laughs) they're crawling back. Um, amazing Friday. I don't know if it it was their last game Friday or so, if they had one over the weekend or not, but it was against Syracuse Crunch at home in Laval, and they handed the Syracuse Crunch their eighth consecutive loss at Place Bell. Wow. I don't think the Crunch have ever won a game at Place Bell. Okay, but which is I nuts wonder... because the Syracuse Crunch are usually a pretty rock'em yeah, sock'em uh, AHL team. AHL team. Because the fucking lightning. Yeah. And also the former there was a former ice cap on the crunch right now who is the captain of the crunch. And that Kevin is crunch. 
Yeah. Oh, who the fuck is it? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Ah! Oh! Gabriel Dumont. Oh, from him. Hmm? Or we drafted him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was on the ice cam. He is the old man on that team at the precious age of 33. Mm. I'm just double checking, make sure he is the eldest on that team. And he is. Nailed it. <laughs> right. He's from Degali, Quebec. Good for him. Um, Yeah, there it is. So speaking of Jordan Harris, uh, one of the players that have been signed to a contract extension, yes. netting him for two years at $1.4 million. Fine. That's yes, easy. Beautiful. I'll take that. Hell yeah. Then he scores two goals. Yeah, there it is. Celebration. He's like, yes. Earning it. Yep, we already I'm talked- so happy. Oh, yeah. Talk about yeah. Simon Montembeau from Molson Cup. Uh, Islanders 50 years in the making. Oh, it's Black History Month. Make sure you walk outside, kiss a black person this month. Kiss me. Kiss Beth. <laughs> She's right there. And remember, reparations are coming. Get ready. God damn it. What did you say? I said reparations are coming. Oh, I hope so. I'm fucking Maybe. broke. Um, <laughs> um, the jerseys, though, that they have their ring against Chicago tomorrow. God. Um, they are gorgeous. Oh, I yeah. wish I could afford one. Very nice. What do they look like? Show me. What? They, here, I'll send them to the to the DMs. Um, okay. Oh yeah, they're gorgeous. It's they're like beautiful. it's actually the most probably one of the most unique designs for the Habs um, that I've seen in a long time. But they are they were divine by de- divine designed by a local Montreal Haitian de- descent Franco Egalite. Um, they have a lot of. Um, I, it's I, beautiful. I, yeah, yeah seeing our traditional like Haitian colors and design because I don't know a lot about Haiti, um, but it is a very like tropical environment. Um, they're just they're beautiful. They are um, beautiful on a black. What looks like a black like it looks velvety almost. Yeah, um, it looks like embroidered. Yeah, mm. like individually. They're they're just they're um our friend Habs on Reddit uh posted them because I haven't I didn't see them on the Habs website. I'm mean, on Habs Twitter, but Habs on Reddit posted them. Um, they're absolutely gorgeous. And he usually credits the source in a, in a, oh, he did. In a um, it was on the NHL website. Yeah. 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 He's really good about that, which I like. Yes. Um, but yeah, so we'll see those. Tom- I won't see them because I'll be at work, but, um, we'll see those tomorrow at warmups before we play Chicago and hopefully cream them. And for yeah, the tank commanders, they're bad. hopefully they cream um, the Habs. Or we, we could go on a three-game winning streak for the first time in five years. We could. And, um, You're exaggerating. Not yeah, it's not true, Thank by you. the way. Okay. Um, we forgot about something from yesterday. Actually, double-check that. No, it's not true, David. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> Sorry, go on, Beth. Yeah, go on, Beth. Um, we forgot about Evander Kane and Arbor Jack Eye. Oh yes, we did. I even forgot about when Evander Kane lost his shit in the first period. Um, he had words with Josh Anderson, and the only thing I can think of is that Josh must have said, "Hey, buddy, can I lend you a few bucks?" Or <laughs> something yeah. happened there. And Josh that, Anderson that- was ready for murder at some yeah. point, and yeah. that was when Jack Guy and Delorier, no, 
Jack Guy and Deharnay. Deharnay. And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Arbor broke his hand. No, it was shoulder. I think it's his shoulder. Because okay. the way he was holding it when he was skating off the ice mm, that's did possible. not seem like hand. And broken um, hands swell immediately. Yeah. Okay. His yeah. his hand looked very, very um I remember um when I was watching the fight uh, at one point, um Jack I pretty much gone with that like a straight on shot to the back of the head. Yeah. Um uh, yeah. uh, De Harnay there. And he recoiled immediately and I was like, Oh, that one hurt. But again, well, Jack Guy just seen... just feeding somebody. And again, yeah. Deharnay, apparently Vincent Deharnay, um, is um twenty six years old. He's fighting a child and he got fucking wrecked yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um well mm. somebody else, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said that they had seen Arbor in a shoulder brace, like an immobilizer, yeah. um after he Whenever I punch somebody, I usually have to get oh. a shoulder brace on too. So um, I I, so, I can I mean, feel his pain. was already on the list anyway, but now Darnay is as well. Yeah. yeah. Um but I tweeted at uh, Arbor's mom was like, "Hey, um let <laughs> let her let Arbor know he can have both of my shoulders <laughs> if he needs one." And she was like, "I'll give him one of mine first. It's okay." <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, she's she's the sweetest. I adore her. She's so funny. And apparently, um, she and Nick's mom have become very good friends. They got, oh, yeah. they became buddies on um the girls the mom's trip. Yeah, um, I love. Um, oh so my that god, makes me super happy. I want to hang out with them. Right. Um, <clears throat> totally. There was a podcast last week, uh, Spitting Chicklets, as we all know, is part of that network that. Ship bags or whatever. Yeah, the yeah. ship bags. Uh, but Nick Suzuki was on. They had Nick Suzuki on as a guest. Now, these guys talk for over three hours. Jesus Christ. So at least they do you the favor of telling you where in the in the podcast you'll you'll you know Nick starts That's talking good. or whatever. But um they talked to Nick about um it was an it was a very good little interview. I love Nick Suzuki so much. Yes. But um <clears throat> so one of them, I think the guy's name is Whitney had been golfing a couple of weeks ago with Mark Stahl and Mark Stahl was talk- telling the story about Jack guy and he keeps on calling him Wi-Fi, but I don't think that's his actual nickname. But anyway, um, um, Whitney says that Mark Stahl said that he got Jack guy in a corner and Jack guy told him you have exactly three seconds to get your hands off of me. <laughs> and the guy went, oh, <laughs> Wow. Can you imagine how menacing that is? Yeah. Mark uh, Stahl. Laugh. You have Mark exactly Stahl. three seconds to get your hands off me. <laughs> that's like, that's great. The last three game winning streak for the Habs was uh, completed on November 12th last year. In a string that saw wins against the Detroit Red Wings, the Canucks, and the Pittsburgh Penguins in overtime. Hmm. How about that? And then we haven't had a three-game winning streak since. Nope. Yeah. So it could happen again <laughs> tomorrow, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day massacre. Which happened <laughs> in Chicago. Oh. Uh-huh. That's an actual, legit, historical yeah. thing. The Valentine's Day massacre happened in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Gang-related violence back in the Poopla days. Yep. And it will happen again tomorrow, mofos. 
Are they playing in Chicago? Uh, nope, at home. No, at home. So okay. that's yep, that's too bad. Oh, too bad. <laughs> too bad. Oh well. So oh well. So there's that. Um, today marks the tenth anniversary of Brendan Gallagher playing for the Habs. Yay! Ten years ago on this day was his first day as a Hab. Apparently. Wait. What? This article is lying. It was actually January twenty second. So we're way <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, but it's still like same year. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Same year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why did it they... was my first jersey? Why did remember they... that when he and Galchenyuk were just like attached at the hip? Oh yeah, yeah. they went to the um, the haunted thing on. No, the... that was him and <laughs> that was him and Bolu at the haunted house. Are you sure? I promise. Are you sure? I pr- Nate because remember Nate Bolu uh-huh. was like huge, and Brendan Gallagher was like this big, and <laughs> they those were funny. That was I, that funny. was a great video. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was uh, Bolu. Yeah, don't second guess women, Dave. Yeah, I second guess women all the goddamn time. <laughs> Here's your Christmas card. Gets you. It's like, ma'am, Aww. do you know where we're going? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> not, not like I have precious minutes of my life being wasted at this moment. <laughs> so yeah, 10 years of Gallagher. That's pretty cool. He's been Should through be it all. He's been through Terry and Julien Ducharme and now St. Louis. He wow. said nice things about Michelle. In his, he did. Uh, oh, I'm sure he did. Article. He has to. Oh, it's Michelle put a freaking hit on him. <laughs> Don't you remember the famous quote from Tyrion is that he had to remember to talk to Gallagher because he didn't have to tell anything. He didn't have to tell Gallagher anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gallagher just plays, goddammit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's a long article. Nice uh, piece of work put together by whoever writes them for the Habs. I think this was a lady this time, so I might have to second guess my... Shauna Denis! <laughs> Excellent. So check out Shauna Denise's article on the NHL website and the Habs part of the NHL website, blah, 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 et cetera. Yeah. There's that. Um, yeah, I think that's all the important news that happened. That's it. That was all the Habs news. Two games. Excellent games. And, and, and yeah, they just concluded the weekend on such a high yeah. note. Nice. You know, especially after the bye week, you know. Oh, yeah. Where they Crazy. Kind of had some struggles going on. And looks like from Instagram that everybody had a, a nice time. Yeah. Uh, Mike Hoffman's wife is super pregnant. I was looking at her gorgeous pictures. I yes. forgot they're having a baby. They are. Not He's like in Mexico. Him. Huh? I said, I hope it doesn't look like him. <laughs> with his side burn. <laughs> I just picture his baby. Somehow with side burn. With his side burn. <laughs> Sideburns are a choice. Yes, they are. Yeah. They are. They are. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I, I've just, like, I've got to, it just gives me such a good Everybody's feeling around them. Yeah. Because it, it's just, like, you know, they're they're getting into this, like, really deep, you know, brotherhood mentality where they're playing for each yeah. other and that kind of stuff. And, I like, it's got to be super inspiring to hear things from Marty St. Louis as your coach in the locker room when I'm inspired when I listen to his press conference so imagine imagine the effect that he has on his players yeah Habs are lucky to have him I know I was speaking very, to uh, very speaking to a, uh, a 
what's it there? A teammate of mine on the rejects was like, yeah, I wish Marcin Louis was the coach of the Rangers instead. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> too bad. So sad. He's ours. Yes, Sorry. he is. Sorry. He's back where he belongs, actually. Mm-hmm. We yes. loaned him out for a while, and now he's where he belongs. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> So, <laughs> what? Yeah, went to the Canuck, took Amtrak to the city for the first time in years. Great. How was that? Great. Uh, because I kind of, I figured out that driving from Albany to the city, it's well and good. But Amtrak is almost the same cost round trip as driving a car. There you go. And then you don't have to worry about parking it. Exactly, and that's pretty much. And you have the experience. That's pretty much uh, what it comes down to: is just finding and then paying for parking for the car mm-hmm. uh, yeah. pushes everything over the edge. Never mind, you know the fucking twelve dollar toll to get over to George yeah. Washington Bridge yeah. and all that bullshit, and gas and blah blah blah. Yeah. So instead, aggravation. Yeah. So instead, just you take freaking Amtrak. Don't have to focus on anything. You can just relax and rest up to be a degenerate. Oh yeah, and that happened <laughs> from ten until five thirty. Jesus Christ. At Quantum in Brooklyn, I was out of my mind dancing to Dave Dresden of Gabriel and Dresden. They said, oh, yeah, it'll be 10 to 4. No, 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 4 o'clock hit, and it was not stopping. <laughs> that was great. Uh, my legs, I, I'm pretty sure my calves terminated at some point on the walk back to the hotel. And oh, I no. just, I passed the hell out, which was officially Sunday morning. So... So, with that being said, I didn't want a lick of the Super Bowl. Zero percent of it. I have no idea what happened, why it happened, or all that stuff. It's okay. I went to Costco and uh, thought, okay, first half of the the football game, I'm going to go to Costco because it's going to be empty. And then I'll come back and watch Rihanna, and then that's it. Yeah. That's all you need. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Did you see uh, Arbor at Costco? <laughs> no. They, everybody had the same idea. It was like a war zone. Oh, it was no. like apocalypse. It went, I couldn't believe the amount of cars that were there. It's like, aren't you people supposed to be at home pretending you like football so that you get all the snacks? God damn it. So I tro- drove around the parking lot. I shit you not for like 20 minutes with my mother. Oh my gosh. And then I was just like, you know what? If it's like this out, just let's get out of here. Like I also spent half that time trying to get out. If it's like this out here, imagine what it's like inside the store. Anyway, losers. That's lame. Everybody was supposed to be at home watching the Super Bowl so I could breeze in and out. Yeah. Shameful. Exactly. Shameful. Anyway, Rihanna put on a lovely performance. Yes. She looks fantastic. Yeah. She looks amazing. Ridiculous. There. There. <sighs> that's our summary, our Super Bowl summary. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Apparently, the field was bad. Make a better field. Yeah, yeah. Was, like slippery. I don't know. I and it was some kind of upset. It was an upset about a call or penalty or something. Yeah. I don't know. I I turned it off after I was done with watching Rihanna. Yeah. So I didn't see the rest. Yeah. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was good because she couldn't really be like very active in her performance, obviously. So yeah. 
all of the other dancers, like that was a really good, um, you know, backdrop. Oh, you want to know who doesn't care about the Rihanna performance? Guess who? Jack Todd. Yup. Just, yup. <laughs> there he is right there. I'm indifferent to Rihanna. Not my thing. Nor is any halftime performance ever. If I choose the oh, halftime music, it'd be Ella Fitzgerald. Joe Pass. Oh, for heaven's sakes. And zero prancing creatures in white snowsuits. You're not Jack Todd. But the level of toxic misogyny aimed at Rihanna's way, oi, he says, really, Jack? Let's let's rewind the tape a little bit and ah. see what you had to say about Shakira and fucking J-Lo. And he was like, okay, maybe he changed. Maybe he's a changed man. Maybe he's a changed man. Anyway, that that I just read that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> are you kidding me? Who are you? And Do you, you remember that? yourself? Jack Todd. Do you remember yourself yesterday? <laughs> I don't. So I don't blame him, but Jesus Christ. That was oh, man. Sorry, I had to read that. I was like, oh my God. Oh my heavens. It's it's like one of the rare moments in a, in any of our episodes where I cite a tweet that I can actually cite accurately <laughs> yeah i don't know who tweeted it but yeah <laughs> tweeted it i just oh. never look at twitter anymore oh we can talk about something that's absolutely not hockey related i mean not as frequently as i used to two things on twitter that are driving me nuts right now one balloons we're shooting them down don't care don't care yeah don't care to know about it. it i don't care what they are they're not aliens you fucking idiots i'm so sick of this bullshit they're not aliens um. My uncle, my uncle said that it, they were put up by the government um, so that when the rapture happens, they can blame it on people being abducted by aliens. Was he joking? No. Okay. Listen. Nope. <laughs> okay. When you look up in the sky at night, you see all the stars. Beautiful. If you point out any one star, any of them, I don't care. I don't, I don't have the exact science, but this is kind of generalizing what space is if you're looking at a star that point of light in the night sky is only visible to you because the light from that star is coming to your eyeballs that light from that star took 150 million years to reach you so everything in the sky at the moment probably is not the reality actually happening in the universe and you think because just keep that in mind when you think aliens want to send fucking balloons to earth get <laughs> over yourself i fucking hate it ancient aliens no todd oh my God. no oh, that's people could do cool shit back in the day we just forgot how yeah. obelisks egypt those things weigh like 50 tons like, i'm not just even exaggerating 50 tons we don't even have equipment like hydraulic pressure systems today that can handle that shit all you needed was like 2,000 people in a rope back in the day and we just want to do it because we're fucking lazy done jesus my favorite uh comeback for that is just because white people didn't do it doesn't mean it was aliens yes oh girl that's a yes good one. yeah all the ancient alien people they're like white right am i nuts am i nuts or not Okay. I think they're. I think they're all white. Yeah. God yeah. damn it! How did how did not white people do this? You fucking okay. My second rant: Ohio, terrible disaster. Not a government cover up. What happened in Ohio? There was a big the, chemical the, spill, and it's infecting chemical, the Ohio yeah. River and killing like farm creatures like a hundred miles away. 
It's yeah. very bad. Their, very, their, very like, bad. The watershed water supply thing is like fucked up. Not a government cover up. Gross negligence on railways yeah, and the local government happen. in Ohio. Now, everyone's upset that Biden's not like talking about it, kind of like how we haven't been talking about, you know, the Flint water crisis and all this stuff. But that, mm, not a government mm -hmm. cover up. I'm so fucking sick of that nonsense. It's so, how come nobody's talking about it? If you Google Ohio, is it stupid? If you Google Ohio, I'm not going to. The first friggin', like, I'm going to Google Ohio. The page is full of this thing. CNN, ABC News, NBC News, 10 TV, the local channel, WKBN of Ohio, Fox News, of course. People um, are talking about it, but like, ABC, people can just, care about multiple things at one time. The thing is, this disaster happened like also like two days ago as well, and people weren't talking about it. All these articles are from today-ish, mm -hmm. maybe yesterday-ish. Oh, look. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba, four days ago, uh, somebody from Twitter. So that's a whole fucking other thing too. But it's just stop. Twitter is great for a lot of things, but man, if mm -hmm. you're not getting your news from like a credible, credentialed like news person, check yourself for fuck's yeah. sake. It's yeah. the most. It is the. It's the thing that they taught me in fifth grade about how to use the internet. Check your shit. And this was back in the yeah. day where we had pop-ups saying, you just won a million dollars. And people would click that shit. Anyway, uh, it's upsetting because, like I said, when I was little, we all knew that the National Choir Enquirer was bullshit. Like, everybody just knew that. Yeah. It was something that you might have flipped through the at the grocery store and laughed. Right in a lawn, but people didn't act like only, like, the extreme of the extreme believed this stuff. But now misinformation and the internet and then all of these people whose brains are so like dumb people yeah, don't malleable to, to this stuff the power of discernment anymore yesterday i came across a tweet that contained a link to an article and the the quote part of the tweet was something like an opinion that i thought hey i agree with this opinion and then i saw what the publication was and i'm like i've never heard of this before and then I kind of tried to research it and I wasn't able to properly research it. So I just then, thought, okay, then, then this is not legit for me. It's yeah. not legit for me. Uh -huh. Even if it was an opinion that I agreed with, I'm not going to yeah. go down somebody's fucking rabbit hole. That, you know, I, like, I just want like the credentialed fucking journalists to give us what's going on. And we're smart enough to make sense of things. Right. Like one of the big things that one of the big things is talking about how reporters are getting arrested on the scene, and that was the big red flag, right? It's also because yeah. it's a fucking chemical spill, and you shouldn't be there. Like yeah. it's like so. Oh, yeah. I just people get so hung up on the right and left. I've been seeing it from everybody. I've been seeing every bunch of people retweeting this guy. Um. That's that's an absolute right wing nutbag who is just going like Stu Peters. Never heard of this guy in my whole fucking life. And his whole feed for like the past day or two has been conspiracy theories about Ohio and what's going wrong there. And I have like oh, people that I think or at least thought had a head on their shoulders just retweeting this guy being like, what the fuck's going on? You don't need to know. 
Are you in a hazmat suit? Do you work for the government? Do you yeah. work for the federal government when you're dealing with hazmats? Do you work for the railroad company, which is probably going to be in a lot of shit after this, by the way, too? Yeah. Like, somebody was like, oh, this is worse than Chernobyl. No, it's not. Granted, it also is, like, a bunch of material that they use to make PVC. Highly toxic. Mm. And just, it's, it is bad. But it's not like, you know, we're going to burn a fucking hole into the ground that's going to hit the middle of the earth because it's so radioactive <laughs> it is bad but it's also not like oh, oh. Since Google. Mm-hmm. okay i've largely avoided anything that doesn't have to do with hockey so i'm going to look that up just google ohio yeah okay, first thing pops up is going to be this terrible spill i mean you look at the it, it was from a train derailment too so yeah. boxcars of this awful shit like touches fire and it's just yeah. burning. So it's bad. So it's an it's an <sighs> industrial disaster. Man, man, some of these fucking people, uh, especially like this this certain <laughs> folks that I know that are hardcore leftist folks, leftist liberal, whatever you want to say, but rejoiced after getting themselves a Tesla. It's like what what side of the fence are you on? Yeah. Christ almighty. Like, did you not see Elon Musk sitting next to Rupert Murdoch and him, you know, always like denigrating how the news media is biased? Well, dude, you're fucking hand in hand with the fucking modern Hitler at the moment. And that is part of that is, um, you know, now Elon's accolades are going to worship Murdoch because. Oh, yeah. So now he's another one of our lords or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter is going to be unusable in a bit. Um, Yeah. Shit. Where am I going with this? We're almost out of time. I I, I had two rants. I had to address them with my megaphone (laughs) of the happy hour after talking about the hats. By the way, that was well done, Dave. I can't be a politician. (laughs) No. Dave that is like not. the last. Also, you can't be an ambassador. No. Imagine like, me being ambassador to the United States. Sup, fuckers. What do you want? Got oil? <laughs> so stay away from those professions. For your at your and our sanity. I have a um I have a good friend who is actually in county politics here. Great guy too. Deeply Democrat person in a deeply Republican, you know, area. <laughs> Just Dave, you, you you're really well spoken. You have great ideas. You should really run for something. I'm like, mm, no, 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 I shouldn't. It's like absolutely I, I, not, absolutely not. Just do a Google on any of my social media accounts, and he's like, no, no, just lock them. It's fine. No, just lock them. Make new ones. I'm like, dude, I don't think you understand how, how bad this is. <laughs> tax the rich at 15% tax the rich at 100% seize their lands their houses and everything that they yeah. own you got my vote yes there it is got it somebody somebody you've supported make sure you buy my uh, my face cleanser formula as well <laughs> I'll call it support the grift because I need money yeah. buy sandwiches and Don't Doc Pepper holy hell it's I to the Costco today. Finally, I went on day two. Like, did you get eggs? Successful. Some avocados. I did get eggs and avocados <laughs> and my Italian bread. Recession. And- <laughs> <laughs> I, know, but, well, I don't know, but it's uh, the, for me they're essentials. Like, I'll go without other things. 
you know, um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the paper towel, you know, the Kirkland, like Costco paper towel, like that's what, you know, we've always got it in our house. Yes. That whole big pack used to cost $18. Do you know what it costs now? 24. That's a 33% increase. Yeah. It's all when those I looked at the end, the lady said, it's, it's the paper towel. It's the paper towel and the toilet paper. The paper, for whatever reason, very expensive right now. I'm calling Michael Scott. Well, myself. and if, still, at Costco, it's still cheaper than anywhere else. If you recall the great toilet paper purge of 2020. <laughs> yes. I'm sure we are still recovering from that. Funny story, <laughs> and then we got to go. I'll get bidet attachments. Yes. Clean your ass. <laughs> yes. Fucking Christ. It's way cleaner than paper. Yeah. Oh, I just. Better. God damn, some, I, mm. anyway, anyway, bidets, 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 good friend of mine, Ben, co-worker of mine, before 20, before COVID hit in 2020, um, he was sharing a story with us at the lunch table at work saying, man, my wife's really on my ass. I bought like 20 packages of toilet paper from Costco and it cost me like 50 bucks. My wife was just pissed with me man i don't know what to do it's like damn ben that really sucks fast forward a month later and he has like so much toilet paper and it's like going okay. out everywhere and so now we're on a chat you know talking with works so i was like man i really got the last laugh in with my wife i didn't say anything because she divorced me but i still got it inside my head <laughs> <laughs> and I just I remember that so clearly because he was like so like oh my god she was on my ass last night about the toilet paper <laughs> and now it's like I think he, he still has it whatever that That's whatever funny. whatever glut supply that he got that one day three years ago I think he's still using go. it <laughs> which is crazy I mean they they had TikToks videos about people doing the math of why are people buying so much fucking toilet paper? How much toilet paper do you use when you shit, ma'am or sir? Like, fuck. They just said it was end days. Remember? And and we ran out of flour, too. Yep. It's yep. all these people. Everybody was making bread at home. Everybody on TikTok was making bread. I never, I couldn't because I couldn't find any flour. Was that like I a purely don't... white person thing or? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Ish. Mm. It wanna mm, okay. We should go. Yeah, don't go there. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> All right. go. Bye. Yep. Thank you for listening, everybody. Um next Goodbye. game is tomorrow. is tomorrow night, Valentine's Day, right? The massacre against the Chicago yeah, Blackhawks. Yeah. And um, yeah, we'll see how they do. Three game winning streak, first one since November. Let's, Let's go. And bye. Bye 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 bye. Bye 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 bye.